159 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony and sitting right across from me via Zoom, as always, is my pal, Quincy. Hey, man. How you doing? Good. Good. Yeah. For you guys, it's been 24 hours. For us, it's been less than 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) We are back at it quickly. um, Talking about episode three of Loki. Which... um, like I said in episode the previous episode, you know mm-hmm. the show's picking up. Um, it's definitely picking up for me. I'm still enjoying it, uh, but we both agreed at the end of episode 158 of the Q and A podcast, starring me <laughs> and you. Uh, <laughs> yes, that that podcast where you can find on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else. Podcasts giving away for exactly free ninety nine gives five stars. Nonetheless, or is your hater at continue? There you go. That's how you that's how you wedge it in. Yeah. Um, we both agreed that we liked episode two better mm-hmm. than three, and um, it just it felt slower, and it was very dialogue driven, which is cool. You know, you definitely get to uh, you definitely develop these characters a little more. Uh, you really get to find out, you know backstories of, of the um, what's what's the female Loki's name? Sylvie. Sylvie, that's right. Um, more trickery, you know, to, you know, Jedi mind tricks, as it were, you know, to, to get around and to navigate the timeline. Um, with, I mean, even though I didn't like this episode as much as I liked episode two, I'm definitely intrigued by that cliffhanger at the end. Mm-hmm. And what, you know, what was it? That's that a good cliffhanger. Yeah. What was it that you didn't like about this episode? I think there was just too much dialogue. It just dragged it out a little bit. Like you kind of picked up, picked it up with the action in episode two, and then you could just kind of dead stop in episode three. I mean, there is some action. There is there is a couple of fight scenes, which are cool, but. It, it really just dragged a little bit for me. Um, yeah, which is weird because it's the shortest episode, but I felt the same way. Like, right. it felt longer than the other two. Yes, and absolutely. And maybe it was, it's because of all the exposition. And I don't know, maybe it's, I have, I'll rewatch it. I'm currently rewatching it on with the closed caption on but I don't, I feel like the chemistry between our two Lokis isn't as strong as the chemistry between Loki and Mobius. Mm-hmm. So it's just missing something to me. Yeah, and I, I can't quite put, put my finger on it either. I just know it's like, I didn't enjoy this episode as much as the first two. Right. Um, yeah. So how what do you think about 
before before we get to end, let's talk about the big reveal that Sylvie gives Loki. All the um, agents at the TVA are actually variants. Right. They not and surprising, they, and I'm glad they cleared that up because I they've been wondering like, are these humans from Earth or are they, you know, some sort of being modeled, you know, and manufactured in, in the the image of a human, you know, like. Who, well, I didn't know what they were. Well, in the first episode, uh, the Miss Minutes character tells us that all the agents and the Minutemen were created by the Time Masters to be the TVA. Right. And so when you hear that, you just think, okay, well, they just, you know, they're super gods. They just made, made people, mm-hmm. made things and, you know, human, human-ish image. But we learned that's not the case. Everyone that's worked at that building is uh, a, a variant. And prisoner, even? Well, if you, well, that's a very good, that's a good question. It's like, if you don't remember your past and someone changes, you know, your entire being to make you believe something that you wouldn't believe normally, are you a prisoner? I, Every one of them has been lying to himself, has been lied to and lied to himself. So it's like, is that the reason why Mobius likes jet seas? Like in his past life, did he like, you know, did he, before becoming a variant, was he a jet sea, a jet ski enthusiast? Mm-hmm. I know. I just want, like, how is that going to come out? And are people even going to believe if Loki gets back to TVA and tells the people like, are they even going to believe him? Most, most times they don't. Yeah. And like, it takes a while and it takes some, uh, um, you know, mind shaking to mm-hmm. trigger those, you know, those images from the past and whatnot. And if I was to bet anything, I would say Renslayer knows that. Mm-hmm. Someone with that much authority talks directly to the time masters. Like, Somebody has to like someone has to make the decision on these on like these variants becoming TVA agents, and and, and running it mm-hmm. like the time variants or the the TVA had to come. They found a person and they presented, you know, in all in all likelihood they probably presented an opportunity to this chosen person or this worthy person. And they have to make that decision. Do I want to accept this and give up everything I've, you know, give up a certain a certain level of freedom? Oh, that's an interesting thought. Like, so what I'm saying is, like, the Time Lords, they get a variance and they they just brainwash them into doing it. What it sounds like you're saying is they give people the opportunity to do this and, like, they erase their memories so they they just won't remember or have any kind of attachment. Well, no, I, I think it, it it's only applies to, uh, what's her name again? I, I keep Renslayer. Renslayer. Because like you said, you, you feel like she has an inkling of what's, she has, oh. it seems like she knows what's going on, but that's because she made the compromise to give up that, that past. Oh, and then, what? I'm kind of I'm kind of misread. Like I thought you were saying, like they give people the opportunity to become agents, 
and they just force them. They just have to erase their memories because if you're too attached to the past, maybe you'll try to go back to the past or you won't yeah. be willing to do your job. Um, compared, too. Yeah. Compared to what I was saying, like they just forcibly erase people's memories. <laughs> so like those are those are two working theories. Like they're e either the TVA, the time master TVA, or just complete jackasses and forces on people, or they're more benevolent and actually let people have an option to either work for them or be disintegrated out of the time stream. Right. It's definitely the most interesting part of the episode. But I mean, even uh a good lie is still a lie. Mm -hmm. A lie for the, the right re reasons is still a, you know, a fucked up thing. Um, or we could just be giving the TVA the um, Time Masters too much damn um, benefit, the benefit of the doubt, and they're just evil, well, not evil, they're just indifferent space lizards. <laughs> It is a comic book TV show, after all. Mm -hmm. it, it could happen. So, so I had like, oh, go ahead. Uh, again, following along, like, like Sylvie and Loki getting to this train and having to board this train. Uh, it still kind of lost. It kind of lost me. Oh, like, why? Is, were they heading? I, I'm, I'm still. Well, they were. Everyone, they were trying to get to the Ark, so you get off this. Was it the moon or I can't remember? I can't. It's a, uh, no, it's it's a. It is. Is a it a moon? The moon is coming. Is the, the moon, moon is coming crashing. or is the planet coming? The moon. Okay, so they're trying to get off this planet before the moon hits and destroys it. Because even though they are, you know, as guardian gods, they can still be killed by an explosion that big. Right. Oh, they're on a moon. It is a moon. They're on oh, a moon. A yeah, and the planet is coming down on them. Oh, okay. So they need to get the arc so they can survive, even though, like, Sylvie knows that the arc. You know, no one gets off the planet or off the moon, rather. Right. And we see that at the end of the episode where a meteor takes out the Ark and completely destroys it. <laughs> what a cliffhanger, I'm telling you. How will they escape? Yeah, how will they escape? But also, like, my question is, even if they had gotten to the Ark and got to launch, wouldn't the uh, TVA just come in and, you know, stop them? Because um, in the sacred timeline, the Ark is destroyed. If they got to the Ark and, got, and lost it and they survived, when the T TVA sent Miniman to come and stop them? I, I don't know if it was possible because that planet got there quicker than they had expected. What planet? I think the planet oh. that hit, that hit the, the Ark. Oh, the, the meteor? Well, the meteor. no one yeah. was supposed to survive. Sylvie says that. Everyone dies. Right. So I think even if they had made it, it was still doomed. Because look how long it took for the, the Ark to, to attempt to lift off. Mm -hmm. I don't think they uh, would have been able to commandeer it and just say, hey, anybody trying to get on your you know, SOL. Like, we got to go. <laughs> we got to go now. They, I think the only way, 
Well, now that you say that, the, probably the only way for them to accommodate an arc and get off in time would have been if they had been on the, the train the entire time. Right, right. They would have definitely gotten, they more likely would have gotten there in time. But if that happened, the TVA would have stepped in because they were supposed to die. So we did have a nice part where both Loki and Sylvie were in the train and they were talking about, you know, their past. And, you know, Loki explained how his mother taught and magic and everything. And Sylvie is more in her timeline. Her mother, I guess, passed away while she was young. And she is more self-taught, which explains why she she's she didn't have like the magic magician. She calls Loki a magician. So she doesn't have the magic that she has, but she's more of an enchantress. Right. And she can take over people's mind with just by touching them. But uh, it's just interesting. It's interesting to see like they both hold a soft spot in their hearts for their mothers. And I, I really think that like knowing what Loki did in Thor the Dark World that he basically sent soldiers to kill his mother that that still eats at him that was so bad that I completely blocked that out until just now (laughs) what the movie? yes everything Uh, I still have I I think I say this every time we talk about the second Thor movie I still have not seen that movie in its entirety that's the one part that rings a bell at this point. That haunts him even to this day. This is a very expedition heavy episode. Even though I, it's fine it definitely like i said it's not my favorite there was one um part of this episode that i love and that's because i love in in all tv movie uh whatever it's the single camera shot we're basically near the end of the show where loki and sylvia are trying to get to the ship there are no cuts. The camera follows them in the action the entire time, watching them try to make it to the ship. Right. Uh, right. It's it's a um, I loved it in this. I loved it when they used it in. Uh, I think it was was it the first season of Daredevil. Oh yeah, where he's fighting uh, all the bad guys in the hallway. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, that was awesome. No, that might have been season two. What season? You gotta rewatch that, but yeah, it's like even though the episode wasn't my favorite, that that part was was just shot beautifully, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Fast forward to it right now. Uh, yeah, I just I understand why um, shows don't do it more often because. It's, it's so difficult. It's like, okay, we got to nail this, 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 and that in one shot. <laughs> <laughs> if we fuck this up, then we got to start all over again. 
we're tired and we want to go home. Mm-hmm. Got to get this done. This is going to be like it's a single, I don't know, what, five minutes, and everyone has to hit their cues on on spot every the first no not first but one time everything's got to be perfect i'm watching it right now just uh the camera action how it swoops around it shows the meteorites falling from the planet uh it's just it's it's always been my favorite like tv trope if you do that and you put that in your tv show even if it sucks, I'm at least going to watch that part, you know? <laughs> but yeah. Go you ahead. said there was also a part that you didn't like. Is that correct? Or did I mishear that? Oh, what part didn't I, did I not like? I just didn't like how just how just, all, just the middle portion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, oh, also stuck I, on a train. Yeah, it was, I love the uh, the visuals of the sea, the town they're running through. Uh, very beautiful. Um, oh, also they um, they gave us confirmation that Loki is bisexual. Did they? Yeah, uh, there's a part in the train where they're talking about uh, romance. Oh, romances. Let me see if I can get. I will find it for you. Yeah, I heard about that, but you know, it, it just went over my head, I guess. Yeah. Does my Disney Plus want to work? It's like, uh, maybe I do. We're talking about love and. Mm-hmm. basically he asked her to someone you're in love with or someone you're looking for she's like yeah uh someone waiting for some post postman or something yeah and so she was being sarcastic she's like why is it really digging this guy (laughs) i'm sorry i'm trying to find a part Talking about love. Okay, here we go. Like, there's a lucky, he asked, there's a lucky bow waiting for you at the end of this crusade. And she's like, oh, there's a postman I see from time to time. <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoyed the, the actress. She's basically like, it's the person I love. Okay, so she's like, what about you? You're a prince. Must have been other would be princesses or perhaps another prince. That's right. Yeah. And okay. she gets a little uh, the the eyebrow and he just answers a bit of both. I suspect the same as you. Right, right, yeah. right. Hmm? Hey, good for him. Yeah. Uh, but running his horizons. And also, like, he's a god. If you were a god, wouldn't you want to try like all the carnal? Delights, male and female. <laughs> it's like um when people when um what's some who was it the, the, the people behind Star Wars I remember who was Lucas they're they're talking about how like um 
uh, what's his name? Not Han Solo. Um, <sighs> Jesus Christ. Charger Binks? No, the black the black guy. Why can't I not remember Lando. his name? Lando. They're talking about Lando Carizian. He's like pansexual and you know, he doesn't, it's he's not just into women. He it's like everything out there. I'm like, a fucking course, it's space. Do you know how much <laughs> you'd be limiting yourself if you only had sex with female women? Like he should be fucking everything. Take eons, yes, to find the next one. <laughs> yes. So it's out of necessity. No, it's just out of like you have so many options. Why limit yourself? Oh, I see. I see. Like if okay, if you're a god, if you're a god, why would you limit yourself to only men or only women? Like, I don't think they're sexual. They don't have that those sexual hangups or sexual like uh, what's I looking for uh, orientations like, like we like we do as humans. Like what? Like, I think all the all gods should be like bisexual or whatever. You're a god. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, oh, fuck you want to. I don't know why you would limit yourself. So I'm on the train part where Loki gets drunk and this mess. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Like, I thought he was impervious to that kind of stuff. Or is that just Thor? Impervious to getting drunk. No, gods can get drunk. All of them get drunk. It's just what... Oh, and also this part where he screams out another and he slams the uh, mug against the floor. I was like, oh, you are your brother. Trying to lay... uh, Trying to... uh, You know... Lay a low profile. Is that right? Yeah. Well, he was not keeping a low profile in this part. He was singing, drinking, breaking glass, breaking glass, Thor 2.0. Once that glass shatters, it's mm-hmm. it's time to open up open up a can of whoop ass. Yeah. Um, damn, what was it? Uh, oh yeah, but yeah, Asgard can get drunk just like humans can. It just takes more. I mean, what's the point of drinking if you can't get drunk? Then you're just drinking bitter water. No, uh, no Mobius or or the TVA. We this is a Sylvie and Loki heavy episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, obvious answer is they're trying to take care of all the uh, timeline branches that Sylvie caused in the last episode. And they definitely were, Marvel Studios was definitely trying to like explain Sylvie to us. So it made sense that it would just be her and Loki on this episode, give more insight to her. But like we said in the second episode, we still don't know what her master plan is like we know what she did and she made it to the TVA to go see the um, the timekeepers and everything but why does she want an audience with them 
Maybe to warn them of Loki's plan. Hmm. I don't know. Let's try. Is that what you think? Possibly. I mean, she is uh, an enchantress and a trickster to an, to an extent. Maybe she's using him. And uh, learn more of his plan and have the dirt on him. Uh, man, I don't know. I've... If you get him out of the way, then you're the you're the you're the only variant, or no longer a variant. That makes me wonder if, you know, like you said, all the uh, TVA agents are variants. Would she not want to be a? I guess she didn't want to be part of the TVA. No, doesn't look like it. And so her option, her other option, would be destroyed. So she you know, escaped, and now she wants to go see the, the time keepers. But I, I don't see them changing their minds. I, I'm, uh, I was just holding it. Amari has made an appearance. Would you like to say hello? Go say hello. Go say hello. Hello, Anthony. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good. Good. How are you? Uh, I'm good. You enjoying your summer? Yes. Are you watching Loki? Um, no. Oh, okay. It's a, it's it's cool. All right. He just wanted to come by and say hello. He does that every time when he comes doing a podcast. Sometimes I shoo him away, but today I was like, oh yeah, he comes say hello. Come say hello. It's the weekend. Yeah, it's the weekend. He's all right. He wants to go. I tell you before, we got that pool in our apartment. It's right outside his window, so he wants to go so bad. Oh, boy. Especially when you see it every day. Yeah. Roll roll up, and there it is, right out the window. (laughs) It is right there. Yeah, man. Yeah, I thought this was gonna be episodes gonna be longer. I don't have much to say about this episode. No, I mean it, it pretty much. I mean, it took place on one planet or one, uh, one Dune planet. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, a cool one-shot scene and just a lot of dialogue, and that's about. It. And and you know, uh, a cliffhanger that you know gripped me. It's like, all right, that's cool. Let's let's find out how they get out of this. Yeah. Maybe Mobius comes in and saves the day or tries to. Because I can see like why would the TVA even step in to try to do anything? Right. Because as far as they're concerned, if the if Sylvie is destroyed, who cares about Loki, he's a variant anyway. He needs to be handled too. It's the humanity and Mobius. Mm. It kicks in. A former life. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but that's all. Man, I thought we'd have more to talk about it, but uh, we're about to wrap this episode up. Yeah, sometimes that's all you need, though. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes shorter is better. Um, so that's it for us. Anything else you want to say? Appreciate all the love and support. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's thank you, guys. Fun. And uh, we shall Keep be... train rolling. Yeah, keep it rolling. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about episode four. Try to get a uh, let's get a baseball podcast in, yeah, or just a sports one in general because I do have things I want to talk about NBA wise. It's actually kind of interesting. I mean, it's you know, compared to the last time we talked, it seems there could be some interesting matchups. Yeah, I think the last time we talked about basketball on here, it was. The Harden trade? No, yeah. we did a we we briefly briefly talked about the playoffs. We did. Oh, maybe it's a, was this it? Oh, maybe I don't remember. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> the only thing I know about the podcast is these numbers going up, baby. Hey. So thank you for listening, sharing everything you're doing. We greatly appreciate it. every time. Like, I know we're not the biggest podcast in America, but every time I go in Anchor and I look at these numbers and all the plays are over 100, you know, um, it, it's a nice ego boost. That's what... To the moon. <laughs> uh, uh, if we can't get there, I'll take, you know, getting out of the atmosphere, you know. There we go. Low gravity, I'll take it. Uh-huh. Yeah, beggars can't be choosers, so... <laughs> thank you for listening guys we appreciate it more than we can say and uh like i said we'll be back next week for episode four and uh give you some more content and um anthony's holding up four fingers like he's part of the four horsemen <laughs> yeah, the yeah got the Aaron anderson bend we're out of here guys thanks for listening we'll be back later for anthony i'm the quincy later babies